Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. So what do you do when things get really difficult? You know, sometimes things can get tough, and it's helpful to call on a positive attitude, especially when you don't feel like it. A positive outlook is associated with better health, and creativity. And in this episode, you'll discover how to foster a positive attitude in just a few minutes. And you'll also get an effective way on how to create a positive mindset with ease. You don't need any special tools or tricks. All it takes is your willingness and an open mind. So enjoy this follow-up interview with the new GM for the Southeast Rock, Jorge Perdia. Hey, Jorge, welcome back to The Winning Drive. Thanks. Good to be here. A lot of fun in the last episode, and man, I'm looking forward today to continuing the conversation. So again, I mentioned this in the last one, but for the listeners, in case you missed it, Jorge here is the new GM for the Southeast Rock. So again, congratulations, Jorge. Thanks. Very excited. Yeah, a lot of good things ahead. And for the listeners, if you missed Jorge's um, interview in the last last week, I recommend after this that you go check it out. Some great conversations around a lot of leadership lessons from the soccer pitch, which I thought was pretty cool. And um, great stories from his upbringing in Colombia and looking to save to get his first car and, and what he learned along the way and plus exploring his his tenure at Parkland. And in this episode, I really want to spend a little bit little bit more time getting into your philosophy and your approach to your new role. And so, you know, I, I've seen this name Tropic thrown around. Like, I, so I see the Southeast Rock name, which you're the new GM for, but what is this name Tropic and where did it come from? Yeah, so so Tropic is a a Miami-based company. It's it's been here for over sixty years now. Um, very great local reputation. Um, you know, we, we service a lot of the big names that you see, uh, we, anything from cruise ships to national accounts, uh, et cetera. And so we're very well respected uh, and known here in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a few years ago, Tropic. Uh, started expanding uh, upwards towards uh, central and, and east Florida, and uh, if if you take a step back and you look at that Parkland strategy, so Parkland strategy looks for, you know, if you look at it from a supply side, you look at inefficient markets, and and Florida is certainly one of those, right? Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. hard to get fuel to Florida. It comes by barge, etc. And so when we look to enter a region, we usually look for a mid-sized company and and, uh, and a company with with a strong core and a strong foundation that we can build upon, right? So we look for, again, a, you know, a good, uh, solid company with talented employees, with decent systems, uh, with good processes, and something that that you can scale. And so Tropic fit all or, or fit all that criteria pretty well. And so, um, you know, I was actually been part of 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 the transaction, I was on the other side. I was actually doing some of the analytics mm-hmm. uh, on the supply side. This is when I worked in Houston, and so uh, at the time when when uh, we were looking at buying Tropic, I was just excited. I was like, "Man, that's sweet! I get to go and hang out with the Tropic uh, team, and then go visit my family, uh, my parents." Uh, <laughs> Worked out well, and 
yeah, and then huh. a few years go by, and here I am running it now. So, yeah, about a pretty cool story there from that standpoint. And when you think about the Southeast Rock, what what is the region that it covers? I mean, obviously the Southeast, right? But I mean, like, what states are included in that? Uh, yeah, if you area. think about it, really, is it's going to be everywhere from Louisiana up to North Carolina. That's that's really the southeast. And and look, we we'll enter some markets ahead of the others. You know, sometimes we may get a an opportunity to acquire a company that that you know that makes complete sense. Uh, some of it will grow organically, but but that's kind of the the footprint that we're looking at. And what is uh, it? And what does a general manager at Parkland actually do? And and why is it so important? You know, I, I think that the best way for me to explain it is because, uh, you know, it's 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 the guy that connects the dots and and it's the guy that says, OK, look, here's the vision for Parkland USA. Here's, you know, uh, one of our rally cries uh, that we have now is that we want to 5x the company. We want to grow it by five times by 2025. Right. And so the role of gener- general manager is, is the guy that communicates the vision, the vision to his people. Uh, that that builds his team accordingly. That makes sure that you have the right people on the on the right people on the bus. Um, that mm. that you look mm-hmm. at not just bringing the person for this role, but is this person going to be ready for the next two roles ahead of them? Right. That you prepare your team uh, to take on the next challenge. And so that's my approach. That's how I see it. It's nothing more than a liaison between you know the the vision guys up at the top and the execution guys here at the ground level. Yeah. And such an important role there. You know, my company, we, in addition to podcasting, we provide a lot of leadership training to organizations. And the first step is always defining and communicating the vision, which is what you started with, right? Because otherwise you're just kind of managing or administrating, but to lead them, you got to have a place to lead them to. And that's the 5X vision that you just mentioned. Yeah. And, you know, I think you mentioned, Listen, communication is just so key, right? Because if you're not communicating with your team constantly, somebody's getting something's getting lost in translation. People may not have direction, right? And so, you know, you you always have to be communicating upwards, downwards, laterally. You gotta you gotta know what your peers are doing. How is it impacting them? You gotta you gotta communicate up. Hey, here's what we're experiencing. How do we fix this? You, you gotta really, you know, be aware of this is going on at the ground level, and then. Similarly, when you when you're seeing more of the vision, how mm-hmm. do you communicate that to your team? How do you prepare them for that next challenge that they may not see coming, but you've got to get them ready, right? So communication is absolutely critical. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you have the best darn vision in the world, but no one understands what it is, it doesn't matter. I agree. <laughs> or you know what happens sometimes in organizations is they have a great vision, and it's communicated so effectively. But then within a month, everyone kind of forgets what it is. And so there's this, there's this thing about continuing to bang the drum of the vision so people don't forget it. And uh, rarely do, do we all hear something the first time and we're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember that for the exactly. next five years. <laughs> you and, forget you know, it the, in five hours. For next there's time. something to be said, too, about you know, clear communication and, and making it simple for everybody. You know, our, our industry is so unique. There's so many acronyms. There's so many dynamics. There's there's intricacies and pricing and just different things, right? And there's a lot of people with a lot of knowledge. And there's uh, but but there's you know as a leader and and as a mentor, your your role is to make it simple for the next guy to understand. Yeah. You know, you don't it, 
you know, I learned this in my consulting days. You don't want to be the guy that just sounds smart, but nobody understands what you're saying. They just know that you're hmm. smart. You want to be the guy that is smart and can, you know, communicate it to the next person so that they can execute it. And everybody's yeah. on the same page. I love it. Yeah. Da Vinci said that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, but yet it's Absolutely. so darn hard to be simple. Is way easier to be overly complex. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, just from a presentation standpoint, uh, yeah, I, and I've heard this repeated multiple times. I may not get it right, but there was a, to a well-known thought leader that said, hey, you know, how long will it take you to prepare for a presentation? And they're like, well, if my presentation's going to take an hour, I'm ready right now. But if it's going to take 30 minutes, I'll need longer. If you need it to be 15 <laughs> minutes, I'll need even longer. If you want a five minute presentation, I'll need a few days to get ready. Right. And uh, it's amazing how important that is. And that's a great leadership skill is, is to practice that art of boiling it down to the essence and communicating it effectively. Now, now that you're moving into this, into this new role, what, what are you most looking forward to? You, you know, personally, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what I'm made of. You know, I've been working <laughs> for, yeah. I've been working for for a moment like this for a while. You know, I've I've been you know in the industry for 12 years. I've I've had a pretty good rotational program, if you will. You know, I've spent time in in the supply side and in the sales side. I've done consulting. I've done finance. Um, I've done pricing. I've done supply chain. I've done operations now and. And, you know, I, I, I see that as a, you know, a, a, the building blocks, right. I've, I've learned the core of the business. I've, I've, I've had my, my experiences. And so now it's, it's an opportunity to lead a team and, and see what I'm made of, you know, and uh, can I execute on some of the ideas that I have and, and see, you know, how do I connect the Parkland vision with the tropic identity and tenure and sophistication, right. And uh, a lot of it, you know, may be scripted already, but a lot of it may just be, based on feeling and, and based on, Hey, what's the right thing to do here. Right. And so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to taking that next step in my career and, and making it a good one. Yeah. That's great, man. What am I, I'm looking forward to seeing what I'm made of. We'll have my metal tested here. That That's yeah. pretty cool. And so we talked about vision just before that question. And we were talking about sort of the overall five X vision. What's your vision for accelerating your team's success within Parkland USA? You know, I, I, I actually get made fun of uh, a little bit of Tropic because I always talk about, you know, setting a foundation for scalability and growth. And they always mm -hmm. go, here we go, scalability mm -hmm. and growth, right? But but I truly believe that, you know, I told you before that Parkland enters a market and they, and they, they establish a foundation that's tropic, right? And so my focus for the last almost two years has been, you know, how do I prepare my team for that, right? And uh, I truly believe that we've made some great strides. I, I feel like people understand the vision and, and what they have to take care of first so that we can grow the business, right? Uh, and so I, I believe that it's preparing people is making sure that we have alignment, that we look at it as a team-based approach, uh, and that we're all, you know, rowing in the same direction. You know, it sounds mm -hmm. so easy, mm -hmm. um, but it's not. And and you have to get through, you know, personal obstacles, you know, aspirations in their career. Some some people need to be, you know, uh, a little bit more of a individual contributor. Some may need to be better leaders, et cetera. So it's just getting the team ready for that next step. 
mm-hmm. you know, with that, obviously you also encourage creativity and promote curiosity and, you know, discipline and execution, et cetera. Um, but it's, but so that's really what I, what I think is going to make us right. It's, it's, it's all the work that we've done to get the team, uh, humming, uh, and to get us ready for that next step. We are looking for drivers, know a safe CDL licensed driver, refer them to Parkland USA. And if we hire them, you'll get an employee referral bonus. Bonuses range from $1,000 to $2,000, depending upon the rock and the need for drivers. Please spread the word and let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know of any potential leads. You are listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. So what's been your first impression of the team so far? Uh, man, listen, we we have one of the most talented teams, not only here at Tropic, but at Parkland USA. I, I I'm I'm humbled to be a part of this team. And, you know, I, my first impression of Tropic guys was that, you know, they're not only talented, but they're hungry. They, they want to show what they're made out of. Uh, They, they're very proud of, of, of being a Tropic employee. They care about, they care deeply about what they do. Uh, They take pride in what they do. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so humbled then to be, to have the opportunity to lead them. Um, Hmm. You know, it's one of those things that, that you just kind of, you say, man, you know, I, I, I hope we, we can achieve all these great uh, goals that we have because these people deserve it. And, uh, and I'm just, like I said, I'm just so excited to be in this position and, and have the opportunity to lead them. And where do you see the biggest potential so far for positive growth and change? L- listen, this, this doesn't only apply to, to the Southeast Rock, but to Parkland, uh, Parkland USA and Parkland uh, overall. I think I think it's coming together as a team. Um, obviously, you're starting to hear a pattern here. The the soccer, the sports guy is talking again. But uh-huh. listen, we're 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 growing fast, and we're experiencing a lot of organic growth, a lot of growth through M and A, um, and and so we are just in the emphasis of of starting to knowledge share, right, and to get everybody on the same page and to have alignment, right, and so. I truly believe that if we continue to benchmark each other against ourselves, if mm-hmm. we communicate on, on the pain points that we're having, if we hold each other accountable, all of these things will make us better. Um, I just think that, you know, that's going to be not only a challenge, but it's going to be a huge potential. If we can figure that out, then I think we're going to be absolutely un- un- unstoppable. Yeah. It's, I, and I, you're kind of just getting going on this too, as the, you know, just moving to the rock roll, but I think you're really nailing something there in a, in a fast growing company. It's going to be so important to have people come together because you're going to have veterans, um, that in the side of the organization coming together, people that just may have been there a few weeks and how well they can work together. I mean, it's a lot like a sports team, right? Where Mm -hmm. maybe there's a big trade, one player, uh, to another team and they've got a game on Monday. And mm-hmm. so they've got to get ready quick and start playing. There's not a lot of time just to sort of, you know, to sort of get the feeling of it. We like, you need productivity immediately and you need them to come together. So I think, yeah. I think you're hitting on something there. And, and I think it also ties back to culture, right? What is the environment that you're, that you're mm-hmm. setting, uh, for your team? Right. And, you know, again, when, when you grow a lot, uh, quickly through, through mergers and acquisitions, you're merging cultures, right? And you're bringing people that used to do things one way or the expectation was X and it's now Y, right? So you got to be receptive. You have to be cognizant of, of that change, but you also have to be quick. 
And you have to be mindful of what your idea and your strategy is. And so it's not easy. But again, if we can figure it out, if we can come together as a team, if we can get people to buy into our vision um, and fit our culture, man, I'm telling you, like the opportunity is just tremendous. Yeah. And so what's the trait, the one trait that you'd like to instill in every employee and why? You know, I hear a lot about uh, about curiosity at Parkland, I, and I certainly share that. Uh, but for me, for Jorge, the key trait that I look for is attitude. I, mm-hmm. I, I personally believe that that a good attitude and, and trust uh, is, is just powerful. Uh, if you trust your team, if you trust your manager, if you trust the plan, and you just have a positive outlook on things, um, you're just in a better space yourself mm-hmm. and you're, and you're just better for others, you know, to work with you to, you're better for the culture. Right. And so what I try to tell my teammates all the time is look, obviously nothing goes perfect, right. But, but have a good positive attitude, you know, have a smile on your say uh, on your face, say, good morning, laugh a little bit, you know, enjoy yourself. Uh, and, and a lot of, a lot of things will take care of themselves, but you know, it's so easy sometimes when things are challenging to, to just go into a negative mindset and, oh man, I'm just having a bad day or stop yeah. it, you know, put that aside. Think about how blessed you are to to experience what you're experiencing, to have the job that you have, to be part of this company and, and this great culture. Um, be positive about what, about what you do have and make something out of it. Yeah, I love that. And there's, you know, the, to be honest, everyone, it's it's just so easy to point out problems. There are problems everywhere and in your house and your community and the world and also the company. And we got enough people to, uh, talking about those that say happy hour or the unhappy hour, but sure. a real leader, you know, someone that's stepping up is going to be someone that can pair a potential solution with a problem. I mean, that that's same with the game, right? And so you, Jorge, you know, you're leading the rock now. I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I suspect you'd love to hear the challenges that people in the rock are facing, but wouldn't it be nice if they showed up with some potential solutions as well? Absolutely. That's a conversation that I've had a lot in the last uh, two years <laughs> that I've been here. And it's, it's a little bit about accountability. It's a, it's a little bit, okay, so what are you going to do about it? What can we do? You know, how do we make yeah. this better? You know, and the I'm, I'm certainly receptive, but you know, I just, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, positivity and, and trust is, is just, they're just powerful so qualities. Good. So when you leave Parkland USA one day, what do you think you'll be most proud of? Yeah, so I'm going to take a step back here. So as I told you, I've, I've been in different offices and I've had the you know privilege of interviewing a ton of people that are either being screened to come into Parkland or I'm trying to recruit to come to Parkland. And I get asked that question, like, why, why Parkland, right? Hmm. Um, I boil it down to this. Listen, what we're doing is is not easy. It's not you know, Parkland is not a company at the moment that's just got it all figured out. We're building systems, we're building the company, we're growing through M&A, we're, we're adjusting constantly. We have an analogy here that we're building the plane as we're flying it, right? And so, <laughs> but I, analogy I, there. I personally yeah. thrive in that environment. I love that about Parkland because in my eyes, I get to put my own touch on, on what this company is going to look like in 5, 10, 15 years from now. And so my hope, uh, the day that I step aside uh, and go somewhere else or retire at Parkland, um, I want to be able to look back and say, you know, damn, that was fun. I, I helped build that company into what it is now. And, and I had a great time doing it. And look, you know, I built these great relationships. So look at that guy that, you know, he started as an analyst with me. And now he's the general manager of the Southeast. You know, mm. I, I, 
Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to say something like that. Yeah, it sounds like legacy through people. And to be honest, that's way cooler than having your name on some kind of building, right? To have people Absolutely. in their family, like to see their growth. That's where legacy is. A building can be uh, destroyed. It can be renamed, <laughs> whatever, even a brand. But the people and their legacy, you know, through their families and the lives they touch, that's staying power. Mm-hmm. So wrapping this up, Jorge, what are three strategies that every Parkland employee should know? Okay, so I'm going to start with the, the first one. I, I think people need to be informed. I, I Look, Parkland is a publicly traded company. We have a, a wealth of information online. Uh, we produce investor presentations. We have podcasts like this one where, where you just get to learn a little bit more about the strategy and the vision of the company, how we're performing. All of that is, is readily available. And uh, if you want to grow within Parkland and if you know where we're going, uh, you can connect the two, right? And so I encourage people mm-hmm. to be uh, more cognizant of all the information that's that's publicly and, and it's available to them to read a little bit more about the company, uh, to learn more about the leadership, to learn more about, you know, what, what the what the idea and the vision that we have is. Um, I think that's absolutely yeah. key. And if they compare that with their day-to-day job and, and their career path, I think that it's just going to put them ahead. Uh, you know, the second one would be obviously uh, to be curious. And, and to me, being curious is, is feeling comfortable, kind of challenging the status quo. Um, listen, I, I ask a lot of questions when I... When I'm in a in a presentation, when I'm listening to some, I just I, I genuinely ask a lot of questions, right? You're that and guy, huh? I am I am absolutely <laughs> that guy, right? And it's, but it's but listen, I, I you get a lot more asking mm. questions, and and yeah. I'm not embarrassed of it because oftentimes it's led me to the solution, right? You know, just by asking, you know, why, why, well, what about this, right? Mm-hmm. And so be curious, challenge things. You know, I I have also realize that by by being curious and kind of taking on problems i've landed on solutions that everybody thought oh, that's impossible we're not gonna be able to do it well, why not well we tried it 17 you know 10 years ago and it didn't work well, what has changed now maybe we what, have we thought about this what about Ooh, this yeah right and so you know that curiosity usually leads you to to solutions pretty quickly and and it or it, it helps you highlight the biggest problem and it helps you prioritize you know how to how to tackle it right and then look, my, my last one, and obviously I, I talked about this in this interview is, is build relationships. Um, you know, a lot of what you can accomplish in business is just purely based on relationships. It's based on the impact that you make on other people's lives. It's about, it's about, you know, knowing and caring about others. And look, you have to be careful on this. You can't be superficial and say, Hey, how's your day? And then not listen, right? You have to be engaged and, and you have to care for them and you have to check in on them for, from time to time. But, you know, I think if you, if you network, if you build relationships, if, if you volunteer for things, if, Hey, can, is there anything? Yes. You, you're stressed out today. Can I help you with anything? What you're having this issue? You know, I have a skill set on this. Maybe I can help you. You know, you, it doesn't have to be somebody in your team. It doesn't mm. have to be your manager, build relationships. Uh, I obviously believe in them because relationships have, have gotten me to where I am now. Um, and it hasn't been by luck, Ben. it's been through pure work and determination, but also, by having a personal side of me and checking in on people and saying, how are you doing? You know, you doing okay. Can I help you with anything? So I certainly think if you have those, those three traits and, and you, and you, if you honestly and genuinely work on those, I think you can be quite successful at Parkland. Yeah. What a formula for success here at Parkland, being informed, understanding what's going on inside the organization, being curious, 
being that person to ask the questions in the room and challenge the status quo. Yeah. And, and the perfect cherry on top of the interview with bringing it back around to something that was a theme in your, in the first, in your first interview and today with building relationships, which requires more intention in a high MA environment and a fast moving environment, but it can be done. And what a great secret or not a secret, but what a great uh, strategy for success. Thanks for coming on the show today, Jorge. Thanks for having me, Ben. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.